0: like son like father with Antonio and Willie Harrison a real open and honest conversation between a father and son there ain't no love
1: like the love of a father hey dad hey son
0: so I return home from college and one of the first things that happens is I find a picture of a young man who looks just like you and I want to say it was Jay I asked Jay who's this and Jay was like that's our brother Kevin And she said, yeah, Kevin and Michael. I was like, what do you mean our brothers, Kevin and Michael? And she said, we have two younger brothers, Kevin and Michael. Um, Before I jump into any stories about reaching out to them and where things are today, I want to take a step back and tell me kind of how Kevin and Michael and
1: their mom and you and how everything unfolded. Came to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I used to go to different areas and play basketball and I used to play basketball in West Covina and Covina a lot. We used to go to this park on Badillo, right off Badillo, behind the hospital. We were pretty good, about five, six girls. Used to all always come out and watch us play. Now, everybody was going with everybody. It wasn't like nobody was going with this particular girl or she was going with this particular guy. It's sort of like after the game, we're doing the game, we'd have beers, smoke a little weed, played ball all day long. Uh half of the day didn't leave go to somebody's house and have a pool party or barbecue. And all the girls was there. And one night one dude would be with one of them, next night he'd be with another one. So that's how it came how that came to be. Uh Kevin and Michael. And uh the mom, the first time I was with her, we was at a pool party. And everybody was pretty soft. We had been drinking beer all day and smoking weed all day at the party. we came to the pool party. Everybody was drinking and smoking. I don't know if she went to the bathroom or I went to the bathroom. But the next thing I know, we both was in the bathroom. And it started in the bathroom. And somebody knocked on the door. We stopped. We went. At the time I was working for the county, they had that, that van. Yeah. We went and got in the van. And we finished up there. And it was like maybe three times We messed around. We we had sex and stuff maybe three times. But then after that, it's like Michael was born.
0: Well, hold on. Hold on. Back up. I mean, at some point, she was pregnant. Right. I mean, she had to be pregnant for nine months. Right.
1: So. Well. Well. I mean, did you not see her during the nine months of pregnancy? Yeah, of course. But everybody thought it was Philip's child. Okay, because Philip was messing with Brenda more than he was to his rest of the girls. Okay, so everybody assumed it was Philip's child, even when Michael was born, because Philip is light skinned like Michael. Michael kind of looks like him, and me and everybody else, because he wouldn't talk to her after Michael was born. Philip wouldn't. No, and we were saying like, "What an asshole, dude! You know that's your child," and blah 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 blah. But uh, he wouldn't acknowledge. You. It, ain't, it ain't mine. It ain't mine. And so, but me and everybody else, even she thought it was Philip's child. Okay. So then later on, she got pregnant again, and it was Kevin. Now, for this pregnancy, was she saying that this was Philip's child as well, or? No, she she didn't know. Okay. She, she didn't know. But once the child was born, and I saw him, it's like it was no question. Yeah, Kevin looks just like you, yeah. It was no question. I I knew he was mine. I'm going, holy shit. Now what? And I used to go over and visit him and stuff, take him to the park. And then later on, I guess Micah was like maybe ten or eleven, and uh, she wanted to know for sure who the kids was. And then she was asking me for child support and all of that. So she took me to, she took me to court. For child support and to find out the DNA tests and stuff. Right. The people at the DNA testing said, "Well, if you're going to get one test, you might as well have them both tested." Okay. So they had them both tested, and lo and behold, they both were mine. I was shocked about Michael. Kevin, I knew, but Michael was like, "Damn." Okay.
0: okay. So you you made a comment that you used to go over and take him to the park and stuff. Were you just taking Kevin?
1: No, I. I I used to always, I used to buy him stuff, and I would never do one without the other, cause I always knew that, that was bad to do for kids. So was Kevin calling you dad at this point? Uh, they both was calling me dad. Okay. Yeah. So Michael believed that you were dad from the beginning. No. 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 He just called me dad. Okay. Yeah, because of the way I treated him. Okay. He called me dad. So why did you stop taking him to the park and buying him stuff and being around? Well, I didn't. When that stopped, it was like either I was locked up or something had happened. I don't know. I know there was a gap in between when that stopped. And Brenda was mad with me for about maybe three years or something. What was she mad about? Because uh, I couldn't afford to pay anything. Okay. Yeah, so she was pissed with me for a while. Do you remember what age around they were when you kind of? Last time you were hanging out with them as kids? I think around 11, 12. Okay, because yeah, I think Kevin's like two years younger than Michael. Yeah, he's around 11, 12. Kevin had to be yeah. 8 or 9.
0: So how did mom
1: find out? Uh, I told her. When? When I found out both kids was mine.
0: So when you got take, so when you got the court papers
1: to go to court. Right. So you didn't tell mom until after you had been to court. No, I told her when I found that Brenda was taking me to court. To see if they were my kids. Okay, so tell me about
0: that conversation.
1: Uh, If I remember correctly, I told mom, I said, well, I got something to tell you. She goes, well, what? And I go, well, you know how I play ball with these group of guys and we go sometimes different cities and stuff and, yeah I said, well, there's these group of girls that always hang out and we have barbecues and pool parties. And I said, well, like, I wasn't Messing with no particular girl because everybody messed with everybody. Everybody be drinking and smoking and just partying and things happen, you know. And I had sex with, with Brenda, this one girl. And uh, she ended up pregnant with the first boy, Michael. You know, everybody thought it was Philip's baby. So did I and so did she. And then later on when Kevin was born, there was no question I knew he was mine the minute I saw him. But now she's wanting to take me to court for... Uh, child support and DNA testing. What was mom's response? Uh, she wasn't angry. She wasn't I, angry? No. I think she said something like, well, that's what happened when you're out doing shit you ain't supposed to be doing. That's about the only thing she, really she said about it.
0: You guys didn't have any conversation about you being around in their
1: life? And then, did you tell that you had been oh, visiting? And Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she de- almost demanded that. She'd go, well, you need to go see them. And I said, well, I have been seeing them, you know. I go out there, and, and she said, well, I hope you wasn't doing things for Kevin. And because you think Michael wasn't yours, you wasn't doing things for him also. I said, no, I, I wouldn't do that. I said, I always did. So if I took Kevin somewhere, I took Michael. Kevin was never w- one who would talk that much, but Michael used to hang on to me all the time. You know, he'd tell people, oh, that's my dad, and blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. And he still do that uh, because his in-laws, his mother-in-law said, oh, my God!" when I first met her, she said, oh, so you the guy? I've been hearing all this from Micah about you, Willie. I go, yeah. So he had been talking to her and telling her about me and when he was a kid and all of this and stuff, you know. But Kevin don't do that. Kevin is like dead. You
0: and mom ever have a conversation about your guys' relationship after this came up?
1: Uh, no. I mean, so mom never was like, I'm over this. I'm... Well, mom kind of said, like, it is what it is. You fucked up. You did what you did. That's the result of it. And I won't den- deny those kids, you know, if, if they're around or whatever. I won't treat them in, in no kind of way, and I won't deny them. And you need to see them. So, going
0: in and out of jail is what stopped the... Yeah. And it just, was it just a gap that was too long and you never went back,
1: or? Yeah, it was kind of a, a gap that was there, and I would call Brenda and talk to them, but it's like the visits I used to do all the time, because uh-huh. I used to see them like once a week, maybe, because then she used to bring them to the park when we'd play ball when they was kids, and I used to play all them and stuff. Was there ever, because I used to go play ball with you all the time, uh, was there ever a time where I was at the park playing ball with you and they were there? Uh, More than likely it was. I, I don't remember because I don't. I only remember a few times us going to West Covina when we were playing ball that shooting happened uh-huh. in the park. That was one of the times and maybe two or three other times. No, nah, because mm-hmm. we went to West Covina a lot. We did. Yeah. Behind the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we used to play at.
0: That it's, yeah. And if we weren't playing ball, I was. They had a hockey rink too. There, that was a street roller hockey rink. Yeah, that we would be playing around over there in that amphitheater. Yeah, and I want to say we stopped going to West Covina when that when that happened. I was still in elementary, so
1: maybe they were just like baby babies. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay, and, and I hadn't even found out. I just hadn't took no DNA, but I just knew Kevin was mine.
0: Did mom just kind of make the assumption that you weren't going anywhere and you were going to
1: stay with Yeah, well, she knew that. She knew I wasn't going anywhere. She knew that I had screwed this chick and didn't use protection, which was dumb, and she didn't care enough about it to use protection either, so she got
0: pregnant. So whether it was during the time you were visiting them and you just thought it was Kevin or when you went to court and actually found out through DNA test. How come
1: did you and Mom ever have a conversation about telling me and Jay? I think we did because she said at some point, I know Tony is going to want to meet his brothers. And she said, well, Jay, I don't think it'll matter. either either way to her. But I know at some point Tony's going to want to meet his, 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 brothers, his younger brothers. Well, how come you guys didn't tell us? I don't know. I, to be honest, I can't answer that because I don't know. We just... Never said anything. Did you think we would feel some type of way about it or No, I didn't. It just never came up. I, I just never thought to do that. And then I like I said, I would call Brenda and she was acting all strange and funny and stuff. I guess she was thinking that now that she it was proven that both kids was buying, that I was gonna leave home and come live with them or something of that nature. But our relationship wasn't like that, you know, wasn't like that at all. No, I I guess I was just curious about whether
0: or not you guys actually thought about telling us.
1: Yeah, we thought about it, but we just never did. And I think mom was leaving it up to me, I think. And she didn't push the issue or force the issue or tell me, you know, to Do, do this or whatever.
0: Do you think if you would have told Brenda that, hey, I want Tony and Jay to meet Kevin and Michael. That she would have gotten over being upset with
1: you about whatever. To be honest I don't think she wanted them to meet you guys. Why? I don't know. She's weird that way. I, I don't think she really did. And uh well if you had to take a guess. What would be your, your sense about why not? Because she didn't want them to associate with you and Jay. Because I wasn't with her. I was with mom or whatever. I think that's the whole crock of it okay well so i
0: end up asking mom for their contact information and she had it ready on hand uh so i reached out to and i spoke to brenda first i believe Mm -hmm. and i had a phone conversation with her saying hey um i'm willie's son tony i just graduated from college i just found out i got two younger brothers kevin and michael and uh i don't know what happened between you and my dad or my mom I don't really care um at that point as kids we were kind of innocent bystanders and everything so but I know I have two brothers and I'd like to meet them right uh is that something that we could set up and I think she was a little hesitant at first Mm because I don't know if she thought maybe I had some ulterior motives or something like that um which is understandable right uh but she ended up letting me meet them Mm-hmm. where'd you meet him at to be honest i can't remember the first time i met them okay i can't i want to say that i went over to brenda's place okay and i think we just kind of hung out and talked and um uh, i just you know because i was an adult at that point and right. they were still in high school i think maybe kevin was in high school michael might have been a senior coming out of high school right but you know i shared with them the same thing i just said now was like right. we're all innocent bystanders in this but we are related by blood like i know there's been a lot of time missed out but i'd like to get to know you um but i also put it on their doorstep or the ball in their court and i said you know i've reached out to you now i drove out here here's my phone number my contact info if you want to have a relationship let's have one if you don't i understand you know what i mean um so it kind of went back and forth and you know we met up a couple times or they'd come out to the house or i'd go over there and hang out and we slowly got to know each other a little better. How did you feel about my desire to reach out to them?
1: Uh, I was happy about it. And I'm sorry that I didn't inform you of it way before you found out because I should have done that. You know, so I apologize for that. That's about all I can say. But I felt good about it. And I knew they both felt good about it. Yeah. Because they told me. Do you think they knew when they were kids that there was me and Jay? You yeah, think
0: Brenda ever told them? Yeah. Well, I told them. Okay. Yeah, I told
1: them. But neither one never said anything about meeting you guys or whatever. Well, plus they were young. Yeah, they, so. was, they was young and stuff. But how did Brenda respond to you when you met her? Uh, I think,
0: like I said, I think she was a little... She wasn't standoffish in a mean way. Right. She was just suspicious. And questioning. Uh, she didn't really question. Yeah. I mean, she just... She wanted to watch me interact with them, wanted right. to see what I was all about because she didn't know who I was exactly. from, you know, anybody. Right. Um, she didn't know if uh, some super thug was going to come walking up in there or exactly. if somebody was going to come in there and start yelling at her or anything like that. And Right. Uh, so, she was just kind of, she kind of watched and I met her sister. Sandy. And Sandy, and yeah. And talked to her for a little bit and- and that was, I mean, they kind of left me, Kevin, and Michael alone, right. like they to just kind of hang out and get to know each other a little better. But as time went on, she warmed up and was a lot more comfortable. And right. you know, right. even to, even to the extent of saying, you know, at one point when we watched Michael, the older brother, get married to his current his wife Raylene, mm-hmm. talk to your brothers about you know making sure they're doing the right thing and things like that. Right. What an older brother should be doing, type thing.
1: Right now, see, uh, mom even wanted to officially meet Brenda. Back back at the very beginning or when they when she when you told her? When I told her about the kids. She wanted to meet Brenda then. And mom was cordial about it. Were you the one saying no or did no, you tell Brenda? Brenda or? was saying no. Okay. You know. She wasn't she wasn't about to do that at all. Even now, she was so uncomfortable at the wedding, at Michael's wedding, because Mia was there. Was that the first time she ever met mom in person? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She knew who she was. She had sore, but the first time she ever met her. And it's like when you were living over uh, West Pasadena, Uh and she brought the boards by your place, Uh and I tried to get out of the car to come in, and she saw Mia, she saw mom, and before I got to her car, she took off. Yeah. Yeah. And then
0: I want to say also, I don't know whether it was uh, Michael and Raylene's baby shower or maybe it was the baby shower. Right. It could have been the wedding reception. But I remember, too, that she kind of stood uh, across the room or in different locations of the house away from you. Exactly. Until yeah. you had approached
1: her and then yeah. you guys had a conversation and everything kind of smoothed out. Exactly. Because she was like, I don't want to be talking to you because your wife, Taco She's not like that. She understands that at some point we got to talk because we got two sons together. Right. You know, I said that's why when uh, certain things happen, I told you, well, "Won't you come come by and stuff?" You know, I'm not going to do that because your wife will be there. I said, "Well, we're not doing anything," and uh, Mia understands that. But she also understands that we got two kids together, and it's like those boys got a connection with her also because they're Tony and Jay's brother and sister you know Yeah. so there's the connection so she's
0: not feeling that way so it's not been the relationship I really wanted with them right. thus far like I wish they were around a lot more right. but also one Michael's now married with a young daughter and then Kevin and his girlfriend also just had a young daughter right. and they live in Ontario right. like in San Bernardino so yeah. they're like 45 minutes away right. and I think Kevin drives. I don't know if Michael has a car. But with them being young and having their own families like I understand, you right. you get here when you can and right. we go out we get invited to stuff and we go out there with them um and they come over here watch fights or football games or hang out and barbecue right. and things like that. When you're around them now. Well, first off, do you remember the first time after I reached out to him that we all hung out together?
1: Uh yeah, because it was over at J- Your place? uh, In West Pass. In West Pass. It was over there. And I was just kind of sitting back and watching the interaction, and I felt really good about it because everybody was laughing and talking, and you guys kind of appeared to be brothers. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what felt good. I just wish their mom could have been there and been a part of that, you
0: know? How did how did you feel about? I mean, were you kind of nervous or uncomfortable walking into that
1: situation? Oh no, not at all. No, not at all. Because again, I kind of knew where you was coming from, and I know Michael kind of has those same <laughs> senses about him. Mm-hmm. But Kevin, uh, Kevin sometimes can be a little off the chain. Yeah, you, you never know exactly where he's coming from. Actually. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. You and Mike, I wasn't hesitant or worried about it all, but I just know how Kevin's going to react. Yeah. Were you nervous about how they were going to feel being around you for the, since it had been so long? No. No. Especially not Michael. Kevin, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But then he knew me too. It's like, it is or it's not. Yeah. You know, we're not going to go through no changes. If you don't want this, okay, fine. If you do... That's, it's what I want, but if you don't want it, I'm not going to try to force anything on you. So when when you're around them now, how yeah. do you feel? I feel good, because to see them grown up and Kevin still doesn't talk that much. I remember him even when he was a kid, baby and stuff, and, and young boy like Averin then, older than Averin, he still didn't talk that much. We'd go and we'd play ball and do stuff, but he never talked that much.
0: Well, see, and that's, and I've seen him talk and interact a lot. I wonder if it was just he felt it was off. Like he wished you would have been around more, or. That could be it. Um, you know, maybe he was upset about everything, or however it could have turned out. Um, Especially the fact that you guys look so much alike that, you know, he's he obviously was able to see himself in you. You know what I mean? So let's talk a little bit about their two approaches. So let's start with Michael first. Okay. So as a kid, you were saying Michael was all about you being his dad. You being dad. Yeah.
1: Michael was a kid that was like he was happy if I just showed up. He was happy when we went to the park and played ball. He was happy if I was at the house sitting and eating with them or whatever, if I just took him to the store. We, we, we used to walk because the store for where he was living at was like maybe a mile, mile and a half. Yeah. We'd have walked all the way to the store and we'd talk all the way there. And normally it was me and Michael talking and Kevin would just be walking and I'd be saying stuff to him and Michael would go like, Kevin, your dad asks you this and say this or say that. So what about his approach today as an adult? Well, Mike is the same. Yeah. Mike is the same. He's very open, very honest, uh, lovable, he, quick to hug you. And he introduces you to other people. Is this my dad? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's like I'm saying because like I've met people and well, all the Brenda side of the family, I know them, but I've met people on Raylene's side of the family that I've never seen, know nothing about and they know who I am. Yeah. Coming from Michael. When I met Brianna, Brianna, they knew nothing about me. And Brianna is Kevin's girlfriend.
0: Right. Uh, who they have a baby with now. So then let's let's talk about Kevin's approach. So when he was young, you said he didn't really say any mu- say much. He didn't say much. Did he call you dad when he was young? Yeah, he did. He Did come- he seem did he seem like he was upset with you or did he just seem like he no, was just a quiet kid? He
1: seemed like he was a quiet kid. A reserved, had he reminded me of myself because he had a a bit of a temper. Mhm. You know, you didn't know what was going to spark him or what would spark him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of who Kevin was. And I kind of still see him
0: that way. Your His approach towards you today, do you, you still consider him reserved? Because I, I wouldn't qualify his characteristic as reserved.
1: Not with you, know, But with me, because I've been along with him when he's been here at your home. Yeah. And I got the poking prod to really get a conversation with him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he give me a hug and stuff, you know, and yeah, so and so and so, you know. It's like surface talk. Mhm. Yeah. But nothing, nothing that really matters. He 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 won't do that. To poke and prod to get him to talk. Do you try to poke and prod really hard or do you just kind of do it and then if
0: he's not about it, let it ride?
1: Well, uh, I'll start off, you know, like lightly and and get a little bit deeper. And I see he's not going to respond. I I just kind of just let it flow.
0: Do you think it'd be a benefit to have uh, maybe even with Michael, too, but definitely with Kevin to have a sit down conversation to tell them where everything happened, where you were coming from, what it was all about, how you feel towards them and and let them express how they feel towards you
1: or. That might that might be great. With Kevin, I don't think I have to do it with Michael, because I think I know I got a feel for Michael I know where he's coming from like I say he's he's sensitive he's loving he's kind but that may be beneficial for well it may help us all because I say those things about Michael but he may be holding something back too yeah yeah so that might be beneficial for us all and I would assume that if you did decide to
0: do that if you had Michael there Kevin would probably be he'd be a little more open a little more open or willing to open up Michael wouldn't let him lie yeah yeah do you think they consider you their dad or their father?
1: I think they consider me their dad. Well, no. Again, and you hear me keep separating the two. Michael considered me his dad. Kevin considered me his father. Big difference there. Does that bother you? No. No, because that's kind of who he is. So I understand. And if if that works for him, then I'm happy with it. But is it, know, I don't want to push him into and, and the only thing I'd be fearful of is is to have that conversation and then everything just break down and stop with him. Yeah. You know, that's what I'd be fearful of, because if he was to ask me something, I'd tell him the truth about it. Right. Yeah.
0: Or do you but do you think it's that's not how he is or who he is? It's just that he is really upset
1: um, or that maybe he wouldn't be that way if you would have continued to be around? That's possible. And I think those thoughts, when I see him communicate with you and Jay and stuff, Uh huh. you know, the playfulness and stuff. And at some points when he was younger, we used to do that. But, you know, it kind of stopped. And I think it stopped because I stopped being around. Yeah. Because,
0: yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know, and Um, I almost hesitate in telling you, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I've seen, there's, there's been two things in particular that I know bother Kevin. Mm -hmm. And one is like, I've seen him when we were pretty drunk, pretty high, just hanging out and someone brought up something. He was like, I don't have no dad. Like he did. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one was everybody who meets you for the first time. The Mm -hmm. first thing they say is how much you guys look alike. Right. and that bothers him a yeah. lot. Yeah. He doesn't like when people say that. Right. I think his, the the characteristics of reserved and things you see in him are really him not opening himself up. Okay. Being resentful at some point. I think so. Yeah. Uh resentful, angry, hurt, yeah. upset, you know, I, I think there's a if he if he could or would or would want to get things off his chest? Right. I think it would definitely be beneficial to him at least. To him at uh, least. Yeah. I mean, ne- maybe not necessarily the relationship or for right. you or you know who knows how it would go after that. But I think it'd be good for him as a human being. But you he probably I mean? could
1: move on. and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. right
0: now I don't think he's allowed himself to move on right. from it, um, which is just not a good thing as any person for growth. No, um, it's not. But you know, that's a that's something I don't really. I don't push on him, I don't talk about it. Uh, right. And there's only one time when I ever mentioned anything and that was the last time we were hanging out. One of my friends came over, Jonathan, and he kept constantly repeating like every 5 minutes how much he looked like you. Yeah. And it got to the point where like Kevin was ignoring him. Right. And I was just like, "Leave him alone. He doesn't like that. Like just chill off that." Like, but I've never really asked him if they I've never sat down and had that conversation with him outside right. of me as an adult and them as high school kids saying, Who cares about what happened in the past? Right. Us let's move forward. So that could be a good thing
1: for everybody, right. like you said. Right. And two, because I notice him when they're over, I notice him constantly constantly watching the back and forth between me and you mm-hmm. or the relationship. And I think that bothered me a little bit because it's something that he wanted or wants. Right. Yeah. And it's different. It's not that way. When I could see how it could also bother him to the extreme,
0: but in the sense that, like, we don't have a typical or normal, I guess you would call father and son relationship right. because we're so close. Right. So, I mean, if we were to just be like, hey, dad, hi, yeah. like, you know, and handshakes instead of hugs and yeah. shit like that, then, like, yeah. maybe he'd be. But yeah. the fact that we interact, right, like father and son, but also like close friends, right. I think, I think that It'd has bothered a, him a little bit. A, a,
1: more so than it would, right, because he he didn't have that, yeah uh, and when he did have it, he barely couldn't remember it because he was so young, yeah, yeah, um, that makes sense though, yeah, but I but you, as much as you
0: know you miss certain parts of their life, you've also got to be there for the Michael and Raylene's wedding, right, you get to see your two grand new grandchildren,
1: Gianna and Jordan. does that help at all? Yeah, it helps a lot. It helps a lot. Not only does that, my two grandkids, I genuinely like both girls that they're with. Right. You know, I genuinely like them, you know, because me and Ray and me and Brianna actually can talk. Yeah. And we do talk. Do like, they ever talk to you about Kevin and Michael? No.
0: No. Because no, no. I, I,
1: I, I, never, I never really go there.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. it's probably not it's their business because they have children with them, but it's not
1: their business unless Michael
0: or Kevin bring it up. Right.
1: Right. Because I used to call Brianna and we'd talk on the phone 35, 45 minutes about nothing, just talking. And she'd always call me and how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you think Kevin knew that? Yeah. He knew. How do you think he felt about that? Uh, That, you know, that's a good question. That's a good question. And then once again, I kind of think that somewhere in the recesses of his mind, he's saying, well, like, once again, he's close to somebody else, but not me. Yeah. You know. So I I, I think of all of these things. And then I, because I actually kind of backed off talking to Raylene and calling her. Raylene or Brianna? Brianna. Especially when she was pregnant. It's called all the time. How you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. And this, you know.
0: Now, one of the things I was always... Kind of curious about and wanted to know if you ever had a conversation with the mom Brenda about and also how you felt about it. Even when, so for example, Jay's daughter Kayali, even though Jay's not with the father, right? Kayali has his last name, right? And that's how most it it usually happens. How do you feel about the fact that they didn't take on your last name?
1: Well, that was on their mother. She said that we wasn't married, and if I married her. Then she've given my last name, but we're not getting married, so they're gonna have her last name. Okay, you know. So I, I mean, I really had nothing to say about that. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, because she gave birth to him, you know. I'm the dad, but she gave birth to him, so I I, I really couldn't dispute that. Do you wish they had the Harrison last name? Because then it would also be passed on to the grandchildren. <laughs> exactly. That would be nice, but I'm happy that the person Michael is. Turned out to be that he was and that he still is and turned out to be. I just wish that, like you said, maybe the conversation between all of us would help Kevin get there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, Maybe it would have some other kind of effect. I don't know. So are you not happy with the way Kevin turned out? Uh, The way he turned out, yeah, happy with it. But like who he is as a person, Uh because like you said, I think there's a lot underneath the surface Mm-hmm. That he needs to get out of deal with, and once he did that, I think he'd shine. Well, one thing I think you should definitely be happy about, or,
0: and I am too, and I think they probably are, and I, I wonder if they make it a point to. But since they didn't have you around in their life as much, I mean, they're they're there with their kids, you know what I right. mean? So right. they're not they're not following the pattern they they had growing
1: up. I kind of think that once kids grow up and dad is not there, I kind of think. They make it a an all out effort not to repeat that once they have kids. Right. Even the ones that do repeat it, they I, don't want to. They don't want to. Yeah. You know, it, the old saying about shit happens sometimes, but I don't think they don't want to do that because they understand it and they know how they felt about it. Yeah. Yeah. And the the interesting thing too is like I brought
0: them to meet Eric before he passed away. Right. So they actually got a chance to meet Eric. I think they were I mean, it was still in the beginning stages of myself and them kinda building a relationship. But also after I got back from college and I reached out to them, I also reached out to Eric. Right. Because I hadn't heard from him since he, left, since our he house. left our house. And I told him the same thing, you know, um, I don't know what anything was about in the past, right. but you are my brother. I do know you and right how much I used to look up to you and I'd like to have you back around. And me and him started to build up a pretty solid relationship exactly. and he actually wanted to hang out often. Right. You know, um, I brought them to meet him and you know, I, I never got to talk to Eric about kind of how he felt about everything. You know right. what I mean? Well, Eric
1: felt good about it because I talked with him about it. Uh, that's one thing he would do, but his mother hated it. Really? She used to, oh yeah. She used to say negative things to him about coming around you being around me and all this, she used to say negative shit to him all the time. But as you know, the little bit you saw of her, like the funeral and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you know what kind of person she is.
0: Well, and I'll and I'll tell that story coming up here in a yeah. second. Um, and this is kind of a side story, but just so people understand it. So at this time, I'm in a really good spot with my older brother Eric. Me and him are, I mean, essentially. He's living with a woman who he has a daughter with, Zariah uh, is the daughter's name. And the young, the lady he was living with also had two other kids and then took in two of her sister's kids. So there's five of them. They're all living in a home. All girls. All girls. uh, Well, no, one boy, Angel. But it got to the point where we were hanging out so much that he would come down where I was working as a bouncer at Vive, where I was working at this nightclub. Uh, He would come hang out. I'd go over to his place and hang out. Then his girlfriend or I don't know. I don't think they were married. No, they They were just living together. Um, She ended up getting me a job at her company. This this company called Volton. I I was working there for a while and was trying to do this life and health insurance thing with my brother. And it almost was like he had never went anywhere and we had been close the whole time. Right. And then one night I was working at Vive. And I usually got the club closed at 2, but I w- didn't get off my shift until 3 o'clock in the morning. One of the things with Eric is he never slept. Yeah. <laughs> like Eric just didn't sleep. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. if he He's an insomniac. Like, and he, I always he, running. Yeah, well, I think, too. He, and he's always fucking drinking Pepsi, so I think right. he was always wired. I remember getting home that night from Vive. It was a Sunday night. And I got a phone call. And I looked at my phone. And I'm laying in the bed trying to pass out to get this hour in. And I saw that it was Eric, but I didn't answer it Right. because I was like, I got to go to sleep, you know. And he left a message, and the message was like, Hey, I'm out and about. I just want to see if you's awake. Come over and have some beers and hang out. And I was like, I, you know, I, I'm <laughs> about to go to sleep. Like I gotta get up and, you know. Right. So I didn't even return the phone call. And I go to work the next day, and around I want to say nine, ten o'clock, I get a phone call from his sister Sophia, right, who's not your daughter. No. And it was saying on the voice, it was either his sister or his mom. I want to say it might have been his mom. But on the voicemail, it didn't say, call me back. It's important. It said your brother just died.
1: Wow. That was, that was his mom. It's got to be, right? That was his mom. And so I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I so would do nothing like that but his mom.
0: I told the manager, like, I need to take a break. I got to make a phone call. And I called back. And the mom was just like, he died. He, he crashed. and uh, And I immediately left work and drove down to where it happened in Diamond Bar. Mm-hmm. And his he was driving down a hill and or down the road and he lost control and went across the lanes into a service box. Yeah. I think that's what you would call it like right. where they have the,
1: the, the big electrical box. Yeah, like yeah. an
0: electrical box and hit that and it flipped up and over and hit a brick wall that was there. Um, and his his truck, all the truck pieces were there and his truck was all flipped over. And then I drove to the mom's house and she's screaming and hollering and making all these claims and saying all sorts of stuff, right. saying she thinks he took his own life and yeah, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, and But to bring it back to Kevin and Michael, I had told them about Eric passing.
1: Mm-hmm. And well, first, when you found out, what were you thinking? Uh, I was really hurt and saddened by it. Very despondent, couldn't make no head head to tail out of it because I didn't get the full story from the beginning, especially from Gloria, his mom, because he had left his mom's house. Yeah, but after the crash, right, or before the crash. And uh, what I was told was he had been out partying and driving home on a Monday or Sunday night, Sunday night, Sunday night, and fell asleep at the wheel. Yeah, or something happened, lost control, or right. So that's all I got. Okay. Yeah. So I actually brought Kevin
0: and Michael to the funeral, uh, or not the funeral, what do they call it? The wake, the the day before the funeral. And we get there, and I guess Eric had this one R&B CD that had like a compilation of different R&B artists that he really liked to listen to. Mm -hmm. And she's got it playing over the loudspeaker in the funeral home. Kevin and Michael meet her, and she doesn't really say much to them. And then she gives me some cufflinks and was like Eric would want you to have these and their cufflinks with his initials on them mm-hmm. and I watch and I go up to the casket and she walks me up to the casket and she's she's not mourning she's super jovial and like mm-hmm. almost like it, it wasn't a wake it was more of a party right and I walk up to the casket and it's an open casket and I'm looking at Eric and right you know I don't I've been to funerals before but like I don't just as a personal preference i don't touch people who have passed right i just don't touch them i I don't don't, i don't kiss them i don't don't touch them i don't do any of that i don't either not a good thing so she was like don't you want to hug him or kiss him or something like i was like no i'm good yeah she's like what no give him a kiss give him a hug and i'm like no i'm like i'm cool like just leave me alone about it she's like what you just want to come here so you could get cufflinks and a watch and i'm just kind of like bitch like (laughs) it's my brother laying here like what is he talking about yeah and Kevin and Michael are just kind of looking like, looking what, like the what the fuck, fuck is yeah. going on? And then after I get away from that situation, she, I, right before we leave, she's got somebody else and she's dancing with them, slow dancing to the songs, mm-hmm. and just like I said, like having a good time at a party. I, I she could have been drunk, like that's how out of place it seemed. Right. Um, oh hi. Something I don't know. And then also I brought Kevin and Michael to meet Jay. Now, Jay is a very unique person in that she's very lovable and people like her a lot. Yeah. But you either like you either love Jay or you don't like Jay at, at all. At all, you ain't gonna fuck with her. at Yeah, because <laughs> she's not she's not gonna bite her tongue for anybody. No, and she's gonna say what she wants. And if she done had a few drinks in her, oh, you better believe you <laughs> finna get made fun of. So, but they quickly. Warmed up to her. Warmed up to her. And honestly, I think I think I don't want to I don't think, you know, they like well, maybe I guess you could put it that way. Right. They warmed up to her or closer to her now or like her more than I think they like me. Okay. And I wonder if that is but you and Jay have a pretty solid relationship yeah. now. Yeah. But maybe it's because she's a female.
1: That's what it I do.
0: It doesn't resonate the same way as our relationship. Right. But they're super cool with Jay. And like I said, and now at this point, they come over and we all hang out and we have a good time and everybody's cool with each other and there's no problems. And I do wish they were around more often. But, you know, Jay's got a kid. I got three kids. They got a kid apiece. They live right. 45 minutes away. Like, I understand. Right. You know, it's, everybody's adults now. We got different lives and people got to work and do a bunch of different things. So with respect to Kevin and Michael, if you
1: could tell them something or say something to them, what would you say? I would tell them that. I always loved them, never stopped loving them. They know that I went to prison when the break happened. And after that, after I came home, the relationship between me and their mom wasn't the same because we wasn't wasn't sleeping together no more. Mm -hmm. So that changed things. And for her, it was always stress factor that I came around. It was like, I don't know how I should put this. It was like, I don't... She wanted me to see the boys, but it's like she didn't want to be there. or She didn't want to be involved, you know, because I used to tell her, well, I don't mean you you and the kids. Well, you can take them. Mm you know." And I would say things like, well, you're the mom and I'm the dad. Why not? Wow. I don't don't, don't need to go nowhere with you or blah, blah, blah. So you're not going with me. You're going with Micah, Kevin and me, you know. So strange. Do they know
0: of your history with dope and things like that? Only marijuana, I think, Uh, and alcohol. So I kind of want to ask you the same question again cuz you started off and when I said well what if you could say something to them now what would oh, you say right. to them and you started off talking to them but then you veered off right and talked about other stuff so if you could say something to them what would you
1: say Yeah it it, it, it would be as I alluded to that I always loved them I still love them and once I got out of I went to prison once I came home the relationship between them and and their mom me and their mom changed and that didn't stop me from coming around but it was had changed to the point that i was really uncomfortable coming around mm-hmm. but it it wasn't uncomfortable enough that i should have stopped but i did be it that uh i was involved with the family that i had and didn't make the time i didn't take the time to involve them or continue to do what i started doing with them you know so
0: okay love you dad love you too Thank you for listening to Like Son, Like Father on the MPD Network. For more shows and more episodes, visit Multiple Podcast Disorder Network. That's mpdnetwork.com. Or leave a comment by emailing info at mpdnetwork.com, hashtag like son, like father in the subject line. You can also visit the Facebook page at facebook.com slash mpdnetwork and follow the Twitter feed at Harris Antonio.